Welcome to the Change for Joy podcast series, 19 minutes to inspire and ignite your life. Stories change the world, and all of us can change through stories. Each week, an inspirational guest will give voice to what really matters to them. Presentation Master Founder Ninka Van Bezoyen is your host. Stay tuned for today's Spark of Inspiration. Welcome to Change for Joy podcast series, changing the world one story at a time. Today, I have with me from Australia, Simon Doble. So welcome, Simon. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. I'm really excited. Yes, we have 19 minutes to bring your story across and a bit less. So my first question always is, who is Simon? And in our just previous talk, you shared something about a head teacher who described you quite um, direct, isn't it? So who is Simon? Just give it a start. Well, Simon is a is a 47-year-old man living here in Australia, but uh, I grew up in England and um, the, head, the headmistress that you refer to, um, the parting shot she wrote on my final report, uh, leaving report from school was, Simon is a natural leader. He just needs to decide if he's going to lead people into trouble or lead people into the light. And I think... Uh, Many years later, um, the word light um, has deep uh, meaning with, with the work I do. So she knew she was onto something when she wrote that, I think. Yeah, I think she's totally right. And if, if I look at what you do when you look in the, on, online and you just type in your name, a lot of light comes up. But also you shared um, light came from, you know, dark places as well. So if I see you shining light in unusual darker places sometimes literally uh, can you share about it what do you do i know solar buddy but what do you do so um so i'm i'm, I'm also a, a very very proud uh father of three beautiful children who have grown up quickly and um but they're they're, they're part of my identity and, and who i am um, I'm also an innovator and, and um, uh, a, a businessman that's been in many, many involved in many, many businesses over the years. But um, but the the light that you talk about in, in the children that we work for with Solar Buddy um, are children that live in what we call extreme energy poverty. Children that don't have any form of uh, constant or reliable or safe electricity within their homes or within their communities. So. Um, so the, the, I went through a very dark period, as you mentioned, uh, which was which was a separation and a divorce and, and a, a separation from my own beautiful children. Um, so I I took it upon myself to um, initiate a program and an organization that brings light to children around the world uh, that do live in energy poverty so they can study in a safe, toxic-free environment and uh, essentially provide bedside lights to millions of children around the world um, because very sadly a long time ago the rights and the ability for me to turn off that bedside light for my children uh, was taken away so um, I've taken that pain and that darkness and turned it into into a, uh, a, a journey and a light uh, provider for, for millions of other children. I think that's beautiful I think such a 
transition from not being able to switch off the nightlight for your own children and not just stopping you, but use your innovation skills to provide lights for other children where they can't be at any reach of light. So that's that's awesome. So can you talk a bit more? You talk about uh, energy poverty, uh, and I can envision a bit around that, but I, can you explain about that? How do you use it? So en- energy poverty comes in various forms. Um, in in um, inner city Amsterdam or inner city Am- uh, uh, London or, or Sydney, Australia, there's, there's energy poverty. There's people that are uh, one of the first um, items or, or, or costs that they cut back on uh, because they may have lost their job or have low income is, is energy. The electricity bill is the last one to get paid. So there's there's forms of energy poverty all over the world. But the, the, the energy poverty that we work in and we specialize in is called extreme energy poverty. And it affects about 800 million people around the world where they are living with the most basic forms of, of um, fuel to cook and heat and uh, uh, light their homes. So we're talking about firewood for cooking. We're talking about kerosene, which is a byproduct of oil, burning open flames, which is extremely toxic um, for households, for lights. They're burning kerosene for light. And, um, and, and we work in that environment. And um, it's incredibly expensive for these very impoverished communities around the world. Um, most of these communities and families live off around two to three US dollars a day, um, but they're spending about 40% of their income um, on fuel to see and cook and heat their homes. Um, and energy poverty uh, kills more children every year than AIDS and malaria combined. So I, I learned... Can you statistics. repeat that? I, I can. So en- energy poverty kills more children from the f- fumes that they breathe in and the burns that they receive from the open flames that get infected. It kills them. Um, it kills more children than AIDS and malaria combined every single Whoa. year. Whoa. And the, U- the UN Foundation describes energy poverty um, as a perpetual cycle of poverty. It keeps, it keeps billions of people in darkness, ill health, um, unfulfilled futures and repeated cycles of poverty. And Solar Buddy as a charity is aimed at changing that um, that unfulfilled futures and turning it into illuminating futures. So we provide children with the tools to study, to feel safer, to feel more connected, um, and to enable them to study longer, to get better grades, to have a fulfilled and illuminated future. And, and that's what we do. Well, great. I love illuminating futures as well. So if we do one changing the world one story at a time, you're illuminating futures by your story, sharing what's possible. So it's it's the health, it's 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 education, uh, it's it's everywhere, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is, and and ultimately. By the work that we do, and 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 we're illuminating children's futures. In in a lot of ways, I've, I've illuminated my own future, and mm-hmm. and I've, I've brought light to my own darkness, and um and you know turned on a big light for as many people as I can come in contact with, 
Um, so yeah, we're 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 doing some some nice work. It's it's very important work. It's very needed. And work. who who are we? Because you you have a big drive, and I'm I'm here on the podcast with you. And who is we? So I have an amazing team of, of passionate um, people that work for Solar Buddy and, and other other various companies that, that I that I operate. Um, amazing partners with school children all across the world that learn about energy poverty and and then engage in, in fundraising, donate lights to children that live in energy poverty. Um, we have amazing corporations and, and supporters in in different parts of the world that support our mission. Um, and lots and lots and lots of volunteers that, that really roll up their sleeves and, and embrace our, our, our mission and our aim to illuminate the futures of children all across the world. And so when I talk about we, we're a global community and, um, and we're very passionate and, and um, very lucky to have such a, a, a global community believing and pushing us forward to, to, like I say, illuminate the futures of so many children around the world that that just want to have the tools and the opportunity to study, to get the grades, to be the doctors and the nurses and the policemen and the engineers that they want to be and should be and can be, and um, in the simple tools so they can study at night without the fumes that are going to kill them, um, is a very simple thing, and but it's a life-changing, transformational and, and hugely beneficial tool that they can use to change their lives. It's how a small thing can impact the rest of your life, isn't it? Absolutely. Without a shadow of that. Yeah, the, great. The, the impact we have and the, and the knowledge we know from the school children and the teachers and the schools and the grades that are improved and, and uh, the futures that they're leading now is, um, is, is truly inspira- inspiring every day. And you do it in a sustainable way too. Sustainability means a lot to you too, isn't it? Absolutely, 100%. So we, we, um, we're very focused on the sustainable development goals. Uh, we work with, with multiple parts of the goals. Um, sustainable development goal number 17 is a huge part of what we do. Um, by, by, we're very, very strong on the focus of um, collaboration and, um, and connectivity is how we, how we manage a lot of these global goals. Um, but for the one who don't know exactly the name of goal 17, you know, I'm very involved in 16, but you are involved in 17. So just explain what 17 stands for. 17 is partnership for the goals. Yeah. So that's that's what 17. So there's there's 16 other goals around climate action, gender equality, quality education, uh, life below water, life on the land. Um, and they're all independent goals of how we can help humanity. But partnership goals, the number 17, for me, is is the most important because unless we work together and we all pull in the same direction and we all share our knowledge and share our innovations and, and share our, our passion, then um, unfortunately we just end up working in silos and, and, and the cross-pollination of minds and, and passions and, and outcomes doesn't happen. So as an organization, we're deeply um, passionate about uh, working with par- working in partnerships with other NGOs and other charities and other organisations around the world that that share our mission and share our vision and, and know that uh, together we can achieve so much more. Innovation for humanity is never a solo job, isn't it? It's it's always a collaboration part. I can yes. see that. 
Yeah. And you said something in, in a previous conversation. You wrote children's books. I did, yes. How about that one? <laughs> um, that, that was quite an interesting period. Um, they're, they're still uh, in circulation now. Um, basically, uh, I was not seeing my children uh, through divorce and, and what have you. And the times that I was seeing my children, um, they were very, still very young. Um, it was very condensed timing. So I would see them for a weekend and, and, and then I wouldn't see them again for a little while. And, and the, the, the instincts of being a parent and a father and, and a mother is, is, is overwhelming. So you want to protect your children and, and you want to guide them and, and support them and, and, and give them the, the, um, the tools that they can be, they, so they can be safe all the time. And, um, and in, in my weekend visits and what have you and spending time with them, I, I noticed that I was just constantly trying to reinforce these safety messages and safety tricks and, and being aware, crossing the road and different things. And, you know, if we saw litter, we should pick it up and different social sort of um, situations. And, and I just felt my time with them was being so consumed with this urge to, to guide them and support them and, and train them that I was losing out on some of the, the fun elements and, and, and just normality, I guess. So I, so I wrote these books um, that taught all these skills about how to stay safe in certain environments. If they got lost in the shopping center, what would they do? If they, if they got lost at the beach, who to speak to and, and what to do and how to cross a road safe, safely and, and all these other different things. And um, in Australia, we have snakes and spiders. It can be quite bad, and I'm sure you're aware of that. Um, so identifying what spiders and what snakes could hurt you and, and what ones couldn't. And um, essentially I wrote all these books and, and my children are the characters in the books and they would have adventures and, and they'd stumble across a problem and, and they would find, um, you know, a child in a shopping center that was lost and they, they would taught the, the tools on how to help and support. And, and, um, and ultimately that was the, so there's a, there's a series of 12 books and, um, and they're all engineered to, to teach children in a fun um, enlightening but informative way on how to how to stay safe and and um, be children essentially. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice to have role models and characters that can lead and do it in a very you know um, innocent and and engaging engaging encouraging way. I think that's the innovator in you too. You know, if you can't do it one way, you find another way. So uh, one of the questions I sometimes ask is. Is there something you haven't shared before on a podcast, an interview, or on stage yet? Do you oh, have wow. something special for us? Oh wow! Um, so as a, as an innovator, we're constantly innovating. So there's there's many many things that I'm really excited about um, in in the, in the pipeline, and hopefully um, we, they come to fruition very soon. Um, so I can share some of that for you. Um, yes, please. Um, so one one thing I'm really excited about is uh, we, we're starting to work on on um, wheelchairs. I feel wheelchairs um, need to be um, uh, disrupted, in, 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 in to use a business term. I feel the design of them is, is slightly archaic. I feel that they don't perform as well as they should. I feel they're made out of the wrong materials. I feel they are powered by the wrong source of energy. 
I feel that they are not practical in 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 so many circumstances for the people in, in wheelchairs. And I feel they don't adjust to different circumstances and needs of each individual. And um, so I'm working hard with with some um, hospitals here in, in, in Australia and people that uh, uh, live in wheelchairs uh, to try and work out how we can make them better. But ultimately, the idea is to um, not just make them better for people in Australia or, 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 or Holland or, or the UK or whatever, but make them so they are collapsible and easily maintainable and operational and, and, um, and uh, adjustable for people in developing countries and victims in, of, of, of war and, and um, certain, other, certain other circumstances around the world. So in, in, in using the sort of solar body model of, of learn, make and donate, um, we ho- I hope to work with young engineers in schools and, and young Great. Um, people so they can make something of use and, and donate that to a child that needs desperately needs it and but it's a practical um innovative design that that is that is everything yeah. so That's i'm really great. yes uh, no well i you know I, you're talking to a former nurse you know i i applaud this with the bottom of my heart really 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 great you're taking this on and keep us please keep us posted so I have to tell you, we're nearly there. Wow. <laughs> Everybody says, wow, now already, yes, we are. Um, did we miss anything you still want to share very, very, very briefly? Uh, just just quickly, thank you so much for this opportunity to talk to you. And, and, and I hope to all the listeners out there uh, um, understand energy poverty a little bit more and and um, share our mission. But ultimately, if, if anybody wishes to support Solar Buddy, we are a charity. Um, you can give the gift of light to a child uh, directly through through our charity. So um, that one donation of, of, of a light um, will directly go to a child, which will illuminate their future for the next 12 years and wow. uh, lift them out of poverty and give them the tools to study safely and uh and get the future that they so deserve and um so if anybody out there wants to give the gift of light then go to solarbody.org and um we'll we'll be absolutely delighted to send a light on your behalf you know simon we will post all material just uh, underneath the podcast so you can find everything you need so i would say this is a story what can illuminate the world so thank you for being here and keep us posted Thank you so much indeed. It's been wonderful. Thank you for listening. Change for Joy is a collaboration between BookingWorldSpeakers.com, the platform for speakers that contribute to the future, and Presentation Master, the speakers' coaches who stand for authentic, clear, and effective sharing of your voice. If you share our mission to change for joy through authentic and impactful stories, Feel free to share this podcast. We unite humanity through sharing wisdom. We change with joy the world one story at a time. Do you want your 19 minutes of impact here as well? Contact us at www.change4joy.com slash podcast. 